what society has done with people were getting more money on unemployment than they were with their jobs. Yeah. Society has done it is kind of incentivized that behavior and created a, a, a environment where, okay, we'll take care of you if you don't have employment and stuff like that, where people are allowed to make these bet on themselves, quote unquote, without the risk. And same kind of with the with women as well, like social media, all the stuff that goes on now, they don't need, they don't have the biological urges for men, male attention or, or even family and stuff like that. So now they don't have no drive to go and do so. So I, I really feel as though the, the conversation around self-awareness is just so hard in everything because everybody doesn't like the idea of being average. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode, another week, another conversation. Hope everybody's doing well today. Chris. Yes. What up? What's going on, man? Feeling good? You know what I mean? I'm a little sore. These boys here, man. Are you working out with Francis and them? Man, they got me waking up at 6 in the morning, man. Ungodly, unruly That's hours. That's tough. No, it's no, brother, it's tough. Damn. But I, I wanted it. Okay. I wanted to get in the... Uh, in the in the spirits of things, I feel good. Okay, but I'm sore, and I'm I'm feel like I'm always tired. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm always tired. Yeah. Um, but it's been it's been really good. I know in order to grow, yeah, you got to be uncomfortable. Okay. And waking up in the morning when that five twenty two alarm go off, just know it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> just know it's a struggle. What about you? Nah, man, I've been I've been cool. You know, just um. Had some great conversations with some people, man. Shout out to AMS, man. AMS is a really great guy, man. I know, you know, a lot of times you meet a lot of people online and, you know, they, they, they're not always what you think they are. Um, but he's a great guy, man. He's somebody who's just ridiculously helpful, man. He's somebody who's put me on a lot of game throughout the years. So, man, shout out to him for the conversation that we had. It's about wealth, about, you know, growth, about longevity. It was it was a blessing, man. So um, shout out to him. Shout out to another conversation I had with Jose Zuniga. Shout out to him, man. Get, gave me like 40 minutes of his time. Um, chopped it up with me about just similar things in regards to just running a business. You know, he's a freaking OG of the game. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I think it's super dope, you know, that um, you're a guy who's really successful, who's really respected, but you also like a really, really dope person to other people so man nah, those are those are those are two dope things so enjoyed it a lot man i'm glad man. Yeah. i know them conversations you know they they really do you well especially in your spirit so i'm yeah. definitely glad you got the you got that out the chest yeah so let's go ahead and jump into it man um it's monday so i'm not sure how relevant you know all this stuff is going on with the record a bit early because you're leaving out of town um so we have to record this on wednesday so yep. probably miss a whole crazy slew of events that happened this week <laughs> But not the, the 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 most interesting thing that I saw was the Dennis Schroeder comments, man. Yeah. I'm not so Dennis Schroeder signing. So um, for those who don't know, Dennis Schroeder was point guard yes. for the Lakers. Um, they offered him a deal. I believe it was four years, eighty one million, something along those mm -hmm. lines. Um, he turned it down supposedly because he felt like he wanted more. So he thought he can perform more and bet on himself. 
you know, bit on himself. And unfortunately, some people say he crapped out. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and instead of signing that four-year, $81 million deal during the season, now during the free agency, he signed a one-year, $5.9 million deal with the Boston Celtics. So I'm curious to your thoughts, your ideas, betting on himself, all that good stuff. I want to hear what you got to say about it. <laughs> like, that, that, like, oh man, like when I first heard that, like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, no disrespect to Dennis. You know, what I mean, I, I, I understand he worked hard. He's a basketball player. He's a hooper. I'm a hooper. I feel him. But you, you messed up. Like, you really fumbled the bag, and that, and that's you know crazy to me. Like, like if if I'm a player and I know I just turned down that much money, yeah. For me, I'm going crazy in yes, the game. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. going crazy, and the sad thing is, he just didn't perform well. Yeah. And not only did it wasn't like he met like expectations or just below expectations. It was just like, what are you doing, Dennis? Mm. You know, it was just like, it, it, like you became Daniel liability. Really for the Lakers. For the Lakers. Oh wow. You know, and it was just like. Because it felt like once Anthony Davis went down, it was over with. Yeah. Like, LeBron had no help. That's the same story we hear this entire career, how he has no help. And um, and even though they did face a very tough Sun scenes, who I still – I really thought they was the best team in, in the NBA. Yeah. But they it was just no competition. Mm-hmm. And if you're asking for it, more than 81, 89, whatever number it was, yeah. million, you got to step up. Yeah. And it's like you betting on yourself, like – what to me, he had the greatest opportunity to really b- take the bag. Yeah, Anthony Davis was down, LeBron needed a number two. Yeah, and it's just like if he would have stepped up, he would have really got exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. But it was such a letdown that he's only worth 5.9. Yeah, that's like crazy. to me, that's the like to me, he must have chose Boston for a reason. Like he has to be the starting point guard for Boston for a reason. Like yeah. that's like that has to be the reason why he's going there. Cause they had Jason Tatum, they have Jalen Brown, they got scores already. Yeah. So if you're a point forward or a point guard that scores, yeah, you need to put up points. Hmm. And I don't know if Boston is the best team, but my thing is I don't think any other team would have offered him less than five point nine. Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm like, man, this all of it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, at this point, I, I respect him betting on himself. Yeah. You know, you uh, if you want to win big, you got to bet big. Yeah. You know what I mean? But dang, like. Yeah. <laughs> like it was not even close, brother. <laughs> no, what this sounds super bad, but no, what it literally reminded me of. It reminded me of a of a girl mm. who got proposed to by a really good guy. Making six figures, you know, he was a kind guy, respectful guy. You know, he was maybe not the tallest, but he, you know, taller than her. Um, he was a good guy, but she felt like I could do better. Ooh, she felt like she can do better, and so she she bet on herself. And then, you know, eight years later, down the line, she finally gets married. Guy, she's about five five. He's about. Five, five and a half. No offense to short guys, you know. Yeah. Barely taller than her. Mm. The guy might make fifty thousand. Oh man, a little out of shape. You know, this a little, is a true story, brother. Uh, listen, I'm just telling you a story. Hi, <laughs> this is crazy. And you look at it, and you're like, you bet, and you lost, <laughs> and you lost badly. And and let and if you want to play, oh, it was true love. 
like oh like and because the, they kind of played a game with 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 Dennis. He wasn't happy with the Lakers. Yeah. So no amount of money would have been satisfactory because he didn't enjoy playing with LeBron. So at least he's going to be happy, even though he's going to be losing how many much money, allegedly, if he doesn't, you know, have an amazing year with the Celtics and then sign an extension. The idea is that you got to know, you got to have self-awareness. 100%. To Dennis and to the ladies. (laughs) Guys as well. But you got to have that self-awareness because I think with the betting on yourself conversation, you have to know when you're over stretching your hand. Yes. And so I think it's a lesson because I remember um, back in the day, I don't know if you were really into basketball at that time, but did you know who Latrell Sprewell was? Yeah. Okay. Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Latrell Sprewell got offered, a, a, I think, a three-year, $21 million deal. Which probably big back in the day. Yes, yeah, definitely big back in the day. And do you know what he said to that deal? If you, I probably remember <laughs> you saying it. He said, I can't sign that because I have to, I, I won't be able to feed my family. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and... He never got another deal after that that day again. So it's very important that I, I look at that Schroeder situation as I don't know him, and everyone probably has something they got to want to say about him. Um, I don't know his style of play, but you have to know your worth. Yes. And know what I think happened, similar to what happens to women, and I don't think it happens to guys as much, but it's like you look at what everybody else has. And that makes what you have less than. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I could easily see him looking at maybe uh, a deal that Kyrie signed with, with, with Brooklyn or a deal that um, Chris Paul signed with the Suns and was like, damn, they're getting $100 million? That's what I think what Uncle said. Getting $100 million? I deserve $100 million, but not knowing where you're at yeah. and what your worth is. No self awareness at yeah. all. Like that, and I not only blame him, I blame his agent. Yeah, I blame his friends. Yeah, I blame yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, because Dennis, I know he understands that he is in the deepest position in the NBA. Yeah, that is the hardest position probably to get to to this day is the point guard position. So you have to understand like where you at tier wise. Yeah, and we're talking eighty something million. Yeah, and like you're you are a starting point guard, but you're not the star yeah. every star point guard is the star of the team unless yeah. it's like probably like mike conley but mike conley was a star back in the grizzlies before he went to uh the utah jazz that's why he got that money so each one of these bigger contracts that was around a 90 hundred million these guys were the star of their team mm, yeah so it's like dennis respectfully yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you had never been a star of the team yeah because his best season was the season of the bubble Mm-hmm. Chris Paul was there, okay. and they had uh, Shy Gilders Alexander. Something so like he was that. coming off the bench. He was coming off the. He was basically coming off the bench, but he was scoring. Like okay. he was doing really well. Like six man. Yeah, type? he was. Okay. He was. Uh, he probably, nah, I don't think he won six man a year. I think. But uh, a six man type like yes. Clarkson, yes. Lou Williams. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So he was scoring. So he was producing. So when he went to the Lakers, it mm-hmm. was like, oh, like you know, they got a really nice help from Rondo off the bench. Yeah. But Schroeder's supposed to start, but that. Like point surge that Rondo provided him. Yeah. Now they have Struder that can really create his own shot as well, and can shoot better than Rondo. It's like, 
okay, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the perfect position for him. But like I said, every point guard that's getting paid over eighty million is a superstar. Steph Curry, yeah. Dane, Ja when he signs. Yeah, Luka just signed with, with the biggest deal ever. Yeah. Uh, what, what other point guard? Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Kyrie and yeah. Kyrie got his money because he won a championship. Yeah. You know, so it's like all these point guards that are all above him that getting paid more than them. Yeah. They were legit stars. Yeah. At least all star. At least the all star. So if you had, you not taking that. Yeah. Cause to me that's over. They overpaid him. No, that yeah, and and to me, I thought about just the the, the whole self awareness conversation. I think that's like the big thing that like that stood out to me the most about his situation. Yes, because I feel like in today's world, there's there's a balance that I look at it like this. There's self deprecation where it's like you view yourself too less. You know, there's arrogance where you view yourself too high. And there's this middle called humility where it's like you know your place. So it's like de deprecation, humility, arrogance. And what self-awareness is, is the x-ray that you're able to be in humility. So what I see in today's society is that a lot of people lean towards the arrogant side. A lot of people lean on the side of, I need more, I deserve more with everything, with jobs, with money, with cars, with homes, definitely with partners. And so this whole bet on yourself thing, to me is symbolic to the culture that we live in and how so many people are so obsessed with more will feel like they deserve more and i remember one time i may have talked about it on the uh on a different episode of the podcast where i i shared a quote from the revised version of think and grow rich where he was talking about this idea of life will give you what you ask for not a penny more not a penny less so a lot of people are like well in that case i only want a hundred miller bus that's where it's like there's a balance to that right because if you're saying 100 mil or bust and you really don't have that awareness to understand what you're asking for, then you bust. Yeah. So that's where it's like the balance between you don't want to set your mind too low. So but at the same time, if you set your mind on something unrealistic, you may not get anything. So in your brain, how do people navigate that balance? All right, guys, we got to take a quick break from this amazing episode to talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors over at Skillshare. Skillshare is a one-of-a-kind online learning community where you can learn all types of amazing creative entrepreneurial design skills that you can be able to add to your everyday life to become the best version of yourself. Guys, all throughout the episode, you're going to be getting so many amazing tangible tips and so much gems so that you guys can be the best version of yourself. And Skillshare has so many free, I'm talking about free online course that you can take today. You can sign up for these things. I know a lot of guys have been loving the how to find your purpose course and so many other courses that are available for free on Skillshare. So go to Skillshare.com slash roommates to get your one month free of Skillshare premium. So many men in the roommates community have been doing Skillshare, have been growing from Skillshare, and you need to join their numbers. Skillshare.com slash roommates. And let's get back to this week's episode. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a really good question and a really good point you made 
but people around you, like that trusted circle to me is, is really key. Um, because like, cause it, it, basketball is very, very meticulous. Like he probably skills wise, get into the rack, dribbling, defense, shooting, probably not far from most of those stars. He's probably not that far. So skill level, he could be like, you know what? I could do every single thing that they're doing. Yeah. It's just the value, the yeah. box office tickets, you know, the, that that name behind your jersey, you know, yeah. like that uh, influence that you have, yeah. the following that you have, all that gets you into the 100 million, not yeah. just skills. Yeah. You know, so it's like you have to really, to me, it, it starts with healing. Like, yeah. honestly, if you have the ability to heal and go deep into the deep, dark secrets, you doing that is going to force you to have self-awareness and it's going to force you to have humility because you're going to use that same kind of techniques that that we learn and that we teach um, in every single thing, especially in these major decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you have to build up that, what is it called, that repetition, that consistency. So mm-hmm. when these things happen, you can at least, you know, use that same formula when you're trying to make these decisions. So I think that is a huge key. And like I said, that, that circle of people around you have to, be yeah. honest with you yeah. you know because it's like the man should probably get 10 percent. Mm-hmm. you know so it's like to me like don't say let's get let's go for 100 million just because you're gonna get more money than when you know he should sign for the 80 million because yeah. that's more realistic rather than now you ain't getting five hundred thousand because he got 5.9 million yeah you know so i think that i think all of that is good and you have to be able to step back mm-hmm. and just view and and honestly just look at what are you good at? Where are you weak at? Where you need to get better at? What is this? And what like what is your true value? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not because not what you could be today. Yeah. How much these people are offering you to pay you today? You know, and like I said, I can understand because he kind of has um his like his destiny in his hands. Yeah. You know, especially during the middle of the season, but it's like when you when you had the opportunity, you had the green light, or at least yeah. a very good chance of making that deficit that money up at least getting the same offer yeah they was like we don't even want you anymore yeah so take it let's take it off dennis let's just get on like okay just the the, the topic at hand or that specific topic you know and because i think about that in regards to so much of life what you just described of having those friendship circles who are can be that honest with you but it's like how many people will have friends that could really have a hard conversation with you based upon you being delusional to an extent. Like most people grow up with, especially in black community, they grow up with just moms. If you're like, mom, you know, what? how much money am I worth for a job? Mom will tell you a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I look at it like it's really hard for people to really understand where they're at. And that's something where I've realized, you know, I stopped doing evaluations on my show. I just got tired of it, you know, of doing it all the time. But people would always call me asking me for an evaluation, you know, and and it's so funny. This one girl sent me a message. It's like, hey, Fees, we talked in November and you told me I was a six and and I was like, no, 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 no. I've never raked anyone facially. Shape-wise, I will tell you where you are based upon what I will say. Yeah. Five is average, six is above average, seven is good, eight is great, nine is excellent, ten is perfect. So I'll say, okay, you're in 
above average shape six. But I would never say you look your six looks wise. So she made it up. And so, but the idea is that so many people are looking for that. They don't know, you know, they really don't know. And I think that really hurts a lot, even with um, jobs. So we, we'll, do the, we'll do the boring stuff and we'll do the fun stuff later. But with jobs with men, I've heard that a lot of, I think maybe you told me and other people told me as well, that a lot of jobs have openings. Mm-hmm. A, lot, like, a lot of jobs have openings. And there's something going on, I'm not sure if you heard of it or not, called the, um, the Great Resignation. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about mm-hmm. that? Something going on called a great res- resignation where it's like people are leaving their jobs in droves. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the ideas is many ideas, but people were overworked during the pandemic and their jobs aren't paying them. And they're like, you know what? I would rather not work than work in these conditions. Whole different layer. We can get into why that's going on. Yeah. But so a lot of people going back to the initial job point, a lot of people are not wanting to work at Walmart, at Target, at Best Buy at you know amazon at uh mcdonald's at you know all these they're not willing to work there anymore they feel like that's beneath them mm. well and honestly that may be what's best for you right now yeah and so i see that happening especially with men that a lot of guys would rather choose to have no job crap out than to have a job they don't like have you been seeing that as well yeah i mean it's it, they they are definitely trying to get the bag now Mm -hmm. if they don't have what they want now they're just not going to do it yeah so they they can't sit and be like all right this is me now and i have a plan to get to where i want to go because like people really love the story yeah people love the story like yeah man i quit my job and i did this and i made this and now look where i'm at today yeah people love that like you know the grind story the the one that is most likely to happen doesn't sound as sexy yeah you know it's not as you know now it's exciting you know um so people really love when they hear these stories and hear other people like you should do this you should do that you should do this and they're like you know what screw it like i I don't need to do this no more and then people go out there and and they and they bust you know what i mean literally um so yeah, it's, it's it's crazy because like you can instill or try to instill like confidence in these people yeah. and and self worth and, and you should carry yourself in a certain way and you should feel and value yourself a certain way, but let's not get ridiculous, dog. Yeah. Like you know, like I'm not if if I have to go get a job today, I'm not expecting yeah. to make three hundred thousand at some corporate job. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why would I expect that? Yeah. Take my behind down to the teacher's union. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's something where it's like, I understand that and, and get that. I'm not beneath that. Yeah. You know, so like some of these people have this false, like, like arrogance to themselves where they just like, they just too good for it. Yeah. And then also, you know, with the more of the, the YouTube stuff, you know, like women value a certain job or certain money you make. Yeah. And it's more sexy to women if you are an entrepreneur, you work on this project or you're trying to build yourself in this way versus you say you work at Academy. Yeah. I ain't want to hear that. That's true. <laughs> so it's like, I'd rather just take my chances on, you know, try to build something versus flipping burger at Burger King. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of layers and that's also, you know, that's one of those two of why people acting and, and leaving jobs. Yeah. And plus they being overworked. They got overworked. Yeah. Like, I, no. I left Amazon. 
Yeah. But the difference between me and you was I was too valuable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I can't. Nah, brother. Nah, I got yeah. a degree. I can't do this. Nah, yeah. like, it, man, Amazon wore me out. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I can. I can imagine that. And now, and and I think it goes into even like some of the uh, the stuff to, with women nowadays, you know, because there's a sense of like certain men, average men are like the job, Walmart job, the Target job, the Amazon job, the McDonald's job, Wendy's job. So a lot of guys are like that to them, even though, in all honesty, they're probably qualified for that, and that will that'll be good for you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and working your way up. You know, in that space, no degrees, no skills, no nothing. You know what I mean? It's like things can happen. But people feel like that's beneath them. And women feel like those guys are beneath them. And what happens is that I just think that the culture has so shifted to the Dennis Schroeder thing where it's like like I said, it's, it's max contract or bust. And so it's like so many women today are so comfortable with the idea of I would have that dream guy or bust. Yeah. Or nothing. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because like, why would I, you know, um, make my vulnerable, like my emotions be vulnerable? You know, risk my heart again, try yeah. again. You know, you know, open my body to another person again. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to, you do already it, doing that. No, you already <laughs> doing. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, you know, community yeah. property. But like, <laughs> so it's like, why would I do that unless he has every single thing? Yeah. You know, he has to, like I said, like they, they create this guy. He has to, <laughs> he has to be masculine, but yet feminine at the same time. You know, he has to make a lot of money, but also, you know, he can't, you know, he can't be too frugal. It's like yeah. they make up this random creative player. Yeah. And if that guy is not that, then yeah, I might as well create my own world. Yeah. I can do my own thing, have my own money. I can adopt my own kid, have my yeah. own dog and I'm good. Have my yeah. wine and great anatomy. Yeah. That's all they want. Nah, and, and and to me, it's it's the like you, like you were like we were saying, it's the bust part, which is remarkable to me, where society has created a world, going back to the job thing, where it's kind of crazy the idea of leaving a job that you're not happy at with no job, that's like a new thing. It is a new thing because in the past, you had people working in factories; they weren't happy. No, people working in construction and stuff like that they're not happy not at all you know manual labor they're not happy they gotta work but they gotta work because they know they got to pay their bills but what society has done with people were getting more money on unemployment than they were with their jobs yeah society has done it is kind of incentivized that behavior and created a, a, a environment where okay we'll take care of you if you don't have employment and stuff like that where people are allowed to make these bet on themselves quote unquote without the risk and same kind of with the with women as well like social media all the stuff that goes on now they don't need they don't have the biological urges for men male attention or or even family and stuff like that so now they don't have no drive to go and do so so i i really feel as though the the conversation around self-awareness it's just so hard in everything because everybody doesn't like the idea of being average. Yeah. It's something that I've realized is the most hurtful thing to a lot of people. The idea of you're not good enough for what you want. And I and I thought about it. I thought about it the other day because I was I was probably like maybe a couple the past two weeks or so, I was kind of 
going through a lot of frustration at myself for my inability to create great content. And I was really frustrated. I was just kind of was really mad about just how I just, for what I wanted, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't creating what I thought I needed to create. And I could have easily been like, it's the audience. I could have easily been like, well, so-and-so just sells this. But I was like, I was mad because I'm like, dang, I haven't figured out a way to be at the level that I feel like I should be on. Mm-hmm. And what that did for me was just a conversation about like, maybe you're not good enough to create what you believe that you should be creating. You know, maybe you're not good enough. And that was really hurtful. Mm. It was really hurtful. Do you believe that? Um, I think, do I believe that? Only time will tell because I look at it like it's a marathon. So when it comes to content creation, I look at it like it's a marathon and I'm okay with sucking today because I can get better tomorrow. So I'm okay when it comes to content. I got a long life to live and I, and I just believe if I suck today, cool it is. I just find a way to get better, you know, but it's that, that feeling really got me down of like me not being good enough. And, and for, for perspective, similar to the Dennis Schroeder, cause I, this is really good cause it just births a lot of different topics, but it wasn't like, I'm not good at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I was not good at all. You know, like, it was the idea that for where I thought I wanted to be, I wasn't good enough for that. So like Dennis Schroeder is a good basketball player, a good professional basketball player who could start on a, not a lot, but you know, a good amount of team. And that's saying something. You are an elite. United States have won the Olympics, I think four years in a row. Mm-hmm. United States basketball is number one in, in, the, in the world. Yes. NBA basketball is number one in the United States. If you can start on... 32, 28. How many NBA teams? 32. 32 NBA teams. If you can start on 32 of the elitist teams, you are a you are an amazing player in general, but a great basketball player. But he wanted to be an all-star basketball player. Has he ever made it to an all-star game? No. He he wanted he he wanted he probably wants to be an all-star basketball player though he is a great basketball player and he wasn't able to do so what's good everybody we're gonna take a quick pause from this week's episode because i want to talk to you guys about the roommates patreon guys we have a patreon account where we give you so many amazing tools and resources from so many free additional courses that help you to become the best version of yourself as well as the accountability sheet where you can connect with so many like-minded men from all around your local community and the world as well as so many bonus and additional episodes and videos that help you guys get better guys by supporting us on patreon you you not only help support the movement of men who become better but you also help us continue to grow the roommates brand so that more men's lives can be transformed and so many men who don't have any tools can begin to win so sign up via the link below at patreon.com slash roommates join the community get all the tools you need to be successful and let's get back to this week's episode so that feeling probably is a bit hurtful and you don't want to accept that you're just great you're not an all-star 
So going back to the story I was telling about myself was I realized that, okay, like what's hurtful is I want to be, I want to where, where Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson and Gary Vee, that Mount Rushmore, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. I can be a good content creator, but I'm not an all-star like they are. So it's a, it's the thing where it's like, yo, you may not be that, and you have to be okay with that. Mm. Going back to the old old conversation about um, Tom Brady and um, who do we always use and Brian Hoyer or whatever oh, yeah, we yeah, used at that yeah, time. Yeah. So I think that's something for a lot of people. It's so uncomfortable to even acknowledge that you are not the all star that you want to be in whatever field of life you're pursuing that superstar of Mac. Yeah, no, that's a that's huge. A lot of people don't want to face that that fear. Yeah. You know, they they only want if I'm going to do it, I only want the max because that fear of being let down is probably the biggest thing or that reality of, of of accepting that you're just not good as you thought you was. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to accept that, you know, especially even in life in general, they don't want to accept that. And you know, like, and then also, not only they don't accept that, but like you said, the social media realm too. It's yes. like, you know, people are are expecting you to be at a certain level, expecting mm-hmm. you to continue to grow, expecting you to sign these contracts, and you got to continue to go up, up, and up, and up, and up, and up. And uh, and eventually, especially if you are like, like, oh, this person for sure going to be successful. Yeah. Oh, this person for sure going to get this degree and have this job and start this business. Mm-hmm. If you're that person, and people are saying that about you and expecting that, putting that weight on your shoulder. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, like accepting that reality, like, man, all these people think this of me and I'm not probably not gonna get there. That's so and that's a lot of athletes that go through that. Yeah. Every single year, one athlete for sure goes through that. He's gonna be league bound. Mm-hmm. Something crazy happened. He's on the corner on the block. Yeah. Sad. Now he can't get his life together. You saw that in Last Chance You, the mm-hmm. recent win with basketball. A lot of a lot of guys went through that on Last Chance You. Um, so yeah, like I think that it's a level of of accepting the reality right now, mm-hmm. but doesn't define you in the future. Yes, you know, and I think people have to get to that point where it's like, okay, let me sit back, let me see what's going on, where can I be better at? Yeah. And where can I continue to grow in certain areas as well, to at least be comfortable of knowing like I, I have this trajectory or yeah. I have this plan and I'm working towards it, and that's when you have to if you could put the work and action behind your overall vision and goal, mm-hmm. that in and of itself should just be good enough. Yeah, that that right there, you have to get to a level of content and satisfaction where I'm like, man, I have put the, like, I have tried my best to get to this point. Yeah. You know, I'm not waiting for some random contract to be handed out to me, or I'm not just going to accept what it is today and just sit back and just be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, no, like you are, like if people are really working towards something and you can literally lay your head down at night and rest, like, man, I gave it my all, I gave it my best to the best of my abilities, my, uh, you know, my capabilities. Yeah then that is something that every person needs to accept. And if they don't accept that, they can continue to feel that yeah. desire and that, that uh, not desire, but that, that downfall, that pain, that anxiety the, the entire time. You know, so to me, people have to stop looking at the futuristic, unreal, uh, futuristic result that either they put on themselves or people put on them. And they have to look at the action and work today 
as they go for something they want out of life. And so I, I guess I, what I look at is like this. Eventually, you have to come to a realization that you are not where you want to be. And this is a great conversation to honestly have with Zach. I think Zach would be able to share a lot of insight to this. So let me give you an example. NBA, you only have a certain amount of time outside of miracles before you get your max deal. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know any player who did not get a max deal in his late 20s, early 20s, who got a max deal, sorry, late 20s, early 30s, who did not get a max deal in his mid-30s, late um, 30s. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so you don't know you don't know a person that got a max deal in his mid to late 30s. Yes, yeah, so clarify that one more time. Yeah. Thank you for it. I've never met a player who's gotten a max deal in his mid-30s or late 30s who did not get one in his early 20s, Early thirties, correct. So it hasn't happened yet. Never, never, never happened. Mm-mm. So eventually, you you're gonna reach a point where it's like, if you're not here by now, you might not be this guy. Got you. You know I what I mean? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's certain aspects of life where you can always get better. You know, you can always improve. But then there's levels to improvement, right? Like if I'm right now saying, hey. I want to be a Grammy award-winning singer. I don't believe there's any amount of work I can do to just be a Grammy award-winning singer. You know what I mean? Because at the point of life right now, 30 years old, this is who you are. This is your skill. This is what it is. So I look at it like how, how does a person who's always like, okay, I can get better. And if I improve, I can get better. But it comes to a point where it's like you got to know who you are and similar to like uh, in like NBA, if you're an 85 overall, you, it, you probably can work your way up to an 89. Yeah. But most people ain't going from an 85 to a 99. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you find the balance for a person who's like, they're like, I don't, this job, okay, I listen to Chris, this job, 50,000, but I want to be making 500,000. But in reality, he's not that guy to be making 500,000 how does he get to really understand that this max deal is not coming for you and you need to be content with that yeah I mean it's it goes back to to self-awareness yeah it always goes back to that because you have to see something shout to Gary (laughs) V you have you have to see something you know like it's there's been players in the uh in the NBA that has just been regular players from the bench that have gained starters positions that shoot they even made some all star teams. Yeah. But they ain't never been that max guy. Yeah. You know, and then there has been players that have been like a, a, a mellow, respectfully mellow, mm-hmm. was a max guy. Didn't he ain't get to the level of championship, mm-hmm. but he got the max deals and stuff. But you see Carmelo now, he understands himself, he has that self awareness, and he's like, you know what? I can take a step back. I just want to be a part of a team. Mm-hmm. What role do you need me to play? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people need to understand that you might be a role player. Yeah. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with being a role player. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a role player. So it's like, what are you letting consume you? Mm-hmm. Are you letting society and what people say about you consume your head? Are you letting what, you know, um, your family or your own expectations and consume like your head? Like, what's really going on here? And we have to figure that out because, I mean, these, like, I know on a basketball team, I be 100% honest with you. If I'm the best one on the team, 
we be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be at least in contention. Yeah, yeah. At least in contention. Yeah. But I'm, if I'm the third best, oh, we shouldn't lose. Yeah. Because I, I know what I would need to do on the team. Like, okay, if I need to be a spot-up shooter, cool. Yeah, I'll try my best. Yeah, yeah. I ain't the greatest shooter, but I can make it one or two. Yeah. You know, if I need to rebound and defend, cool. I can definitely – I'm like a, a Jay Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draymond yeah. Green, yeah, but yeah. I can shoot better than Draymond. Yeah, yeah. Draymond cannot lead a team by himself. Yeah. I know Draymond understands that. I know he knows that. He has self-awareness, but he under, he gets like, you know what? I can be the best role player on this team, and I can still be legendary. Yeah. Draymond is still legendary. Yeah. As much as I don't like him, he gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Giannis. As much as I don't like him, he gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's certain it's certain levels to this, and people have to understand, and accept this reality. And if they are too, as my dad used to call me, hard headed yeah, to yeah. accept these realities, then when you do bet on yourself, you give yourself a huge chance of busting because you yeah. just don't want accept these hard truths and criticism. Yeah. And it's not that people are doubting you or people are saying that you can't do it or you're not good enough or they don't have the best interest for you. They can literally say, hey, right now you're not at that level today. Mm-hmm. Like for this season, do this. In the off season, let's see what happens. Maybe, you never yeah. know. You know, a lot of people found their roles in the office. Like Julius Randle came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And now he's a star, he's a, a star on the team. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's that guy right now, but he has potential, yeah. you know, but he definitely, uh, See, saw his limitations in the playoffs, and I'm sure he's gonna go back and see what he can do. Um, but my thing is, we at least saw Julius' game grow. Yeah, and into the but then I, but then I going back to the point, like I said, it's not just sports, but life in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can grow, but you may not grow to where you want to be. And yeah. that's the thing where it's like, shout out to Gary V, guys. You gotta see your SoundCloud go up. Got to. If you're if you're doing a hundred, let's say you have a podcast. You're doing 100 listens, right? And your goal is to be a million listen podcast. Year one, you go up 10. Year two, you go up 15. Year three, you go up 20. You, you know what I mean? By year 15, you're, you've gone up, going up 150. No, you, got, you should have been gave that up. Play. You know what I mean? So it's like you're growing, but it's so gradual that if, if, if this is your love and this is everything that you want, this is your heartbeat, like still pursue it, but let's just play the game and say by the time year fifteen comes around, he has like two thousand listens, and Spotify is like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you a deal for like twenty thousand dollars for your podcast." He's like, "Well, I want a six figure deal." Cause I mean, six figure deal because I'm gonna be doing a million views. It's like, bro, you. I don't want to ever be the one who said you'll never be able to get what you want. But it's yeah. like you said, is that self-awareness that who's going to be the person to tell him? Because you said you have, to get, you, have to, you have to have friends. Who's going to be the friend to tell the friend, hey, bro, you are not a six-figure guy? Yeah. Some, you have to find that person. Yeah. And then you also have to have the ability to really step back. And let's just say, okay, this is – if I'm don't put yourself in it. Yeah. If you're a business owner – you know what I mean? And you and, or whatever, uh, like saying. a job person, yeah. and you have you present me this resume. Like, do you think your resume, your qualification, your skills, do you think you are qualified? Would you hire yourself? Yeah. Today, not potential, not what you want, not yeah. what you feel, not what you care about. Today, like your your um skills, your background, all those things, today. Will you hire yourself? I, I, lo- I love that for job. I love that for business. I love that for sports. I think that's amazing. My question to you, to, to 
throw a little curveball. All these things are also true when it comes to dating that we've talked about today, delusion, unrealistic expectations, it's that and the third. Yes, yes. How does a person ask themselves that type of question for dating? Because let's say to your question, you would say, if you were that man in that position, would you marry yourself? A lot of women, let's go women first, and obviously it's fun that we'll do the guys later. A lot of women will feel like I would. How does a woman who's like, I want a Max steal or bust, I want this creative player guy or bust, how does she have self-awareness to know whether or not she should get that guy? A great question. I think you have to figure out what the job description is. Okay. So you got to figure out if you have the skills to match that job description. And then also, does that, do, do you have that qualities? Mm-hmm. If you want a guy that's in the top 100%, you know, top top 1%, sorry, top 100% <laughs> is crazy. Everybody. Top 1% guy. Yeah. And, you know, you know you got some work to do on your body. You know, like, if you know that, you know, your, your attitude is sideways. Yeah. You know you still holding on to your ex. Then you should have the self-awareness to be like, you know what? I got some work to do to get to this level. So that's easy. I, I meet, I got, I get DMs all the time from a lot of girls who they just don't think that they have work to do. There's, there's some yeah, yeah. girls who are like, oh, Hafiz, I'm out of shape. I need to get in shape, you know, to get the kind of guy I want. Love it. Some girls are like, you know what? I got a lot of damage. I got a lot of hurt. I got to heal. So there's girls who have that awareness, but there's some girls who just, they genuinely, they're like Dennis Schroeder. They just believe that they're, they're like, but what's wrong with my game? And they don't, they just really don't see that. How can you make them see it? They either are delusional. They are. How do they see it? They have, they, they have to look at, to me, it really depends on the person. So yeah. some people are statistic numbers. Yeah. It's like, hey, people your age, you know, yeah. with this kid, this is the likelihood of you marrying somebody. Yeah. Okay, boom. Some people need to like look around their family. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this woman's doing this, or this is the kind of future she has right now, and this is what she's doing. I'm more likely and have similarities to this. I could be more likely. That, like that can happen yeah. to me as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's a level of self awareness, and you have to be honest with yourself yeah. that these women have to have. If you don't have that, to me, you already arrogant. You yeah. already and <laughs> you already in the negative. Yeah. So to me. Women, there's no woman should say, I, I, I've done every single thing. It's like, I, there's nothing more I can do. That mm-hmm. would never work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you always can do better and level up in some kind of way mm-hmm. and in order to get the person that you want. Like I said, if they give me a list of all the things that they've done, then it's like, okay, you got to change your strategy. Yeah. Maybe you need to leave your city. Mm-hmm. Maybe, if you don't, maybe you need to stop trying to date these six, three guys. Yeah. Maybe you can lower that. Does money is really that important to you? Yeah. Like, what do you truly, like, figure out what to do you truly want. Do you want love? Do you want compassion? Yeah. Do you want to be led? Do you want leadership? Do yeah. you want a great father? Do you want this? You want that? What does his height have to do with that? Yeah. What does his money have to do with that to a certain extent, obviously? Yeah. You know, so you have to really weigh your priorities. Yeah. What are your priorities? And then you make your decision off of that. Yeah, no, because those are all good things. Because as we we're talking, I really, I understand Dennis Schroeder's thinking and then it tied into like a, a woman's thinking where it's like she believes that this these average guys who are offering her the same way he believes that this Lakers contract that was offered is beneath her. The way he, Dennis thought it was beneath him. She really believes these offers are beneath her. 
and she believes that she can get the max deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. 81 million is great. 100%. I love it. A six foot guy is great, but 90 million is a little better than 81. Maybe 6'2 to her is a little better than six foot. So there's, there's these things where in the modern American brain, it's I deserve this. But why do you deserve it? That's a great question. So let's reverse it. Why, why would Dennis feel like he deserves it? Because in his brain, he thinks he's a great um, all-star player, and these women think they're all-star women. And, and the hard part about life is that there's, 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 like, you can make an argument to Dennis Schroeder logically. I can't. How, how many all-star games have you made? Exactly. How many times you've been in the NBA Finals? Exactly. How many times you lead your team in scoring? 100%. This is like a lot. You log- can really kill him you know, with that. Yes. With logic. Respectfully, Dennis. Respectfully. Yes. Yeah. I think the challenge with dating for a lot of women is that the logic that you can give them, depending on the guy, may not be as tight unless you, cause unless you're giving them airtight facts. So, for example, let's say you get a girl. This is, you know, women do it. You get a girl who's two. Let's say she's like two fifty, and you're like, hey, usually, I mean, most likely men like fit women. And men of options are not going to choose overweight woman. So if you want a guy making $200,000 a year, he is going to have options. He's not going to pick an overweight woman. She could easily then now go to one or two of people online who's a woman who's a bit bigger, who've got a six-figure guy and say, well, here's what happened. And so I think the problem with love is that love doesn't care about numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like love, what we feel like we deserve doesn't care about the likelihood of it. I think that's the worst thing. Like, nobody's deterred because the likelihood of it. Like, NBA. How many kids are deterred to play in the NBA off of, you know, only 0.5% of basketball players in high school have to make it? Like, no, it deters nobody. I see the same thing happening with love. No, I can definitely agree and understand that. 100%. There's a level of accountability and responsibility that every person must have. Yeah. You know, like you said, with the Dita Strode, if you really sit down and, and go to that contract and go through with his stats, you know, we can go to the past and this is what you're worth today. Easily lo- lo- logical, you can make that claim. Now with women, it gets, it, I can understand how it gets tricky because they get attention as well. Yeah. They get attention from all sorts of guys, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, every so often when, you know, one of these 1% of guys, they having a slow night or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They dip in some certain, certain territories. They probably just know it's a guarantee. Yeah. And now these women feel like they can get these certain kind of guys all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I had that experience. That's what I want now. Yeah. And to me, if they are going and actively looking for specific examples it's just not realistic mm-hmm. because we can sit here and tell men all the time, like, you know, like what's going to happen more often than not. Yeah, it's true. What's going to give you the best opportunity mm-hmm. to get this man or woman. Yeah. So if my thing is, if you are saying, I have all this stuff, <laughs> I know what I'm doing, but yet you're not improving yeah. and you're still not getting these men. Yeah. 
you you are the problem. You have to do your your plan yeah. has to change. You have to make adjustments. So if you don't see if you're not making adjustments mm-hmm. to me, then like I don't want to hear you complain. You have no reason to complain to me. Yeah, because it's like certain people, this is what I've learned. It goes this is this is deep. When it comes to money, if you tell certain certain people, bro, the most you make is seventy thousand dollars a year in your life, which is very great if you're an American. Yeah, amazing. You can make it work for sure. Seventy thousand dollars a year is amazing for a lot of people, for most people. They're like, oh, that's cool. Other people will find that to be offensive. Like, what do you mean? I don't make seven. I make hundred. I make two hundred. I make a million. You know what I mean? So I see it like. With the with the, the the dating partner stuff, the hardest thing is to tell somebody in to society's terms of th- you need a average partner. I think that's what offends people the most with the partner conversation, and the way I look at it. I don't know, Fees. I feel like the truth can be offensive sometimes. I think no. I think it should be offensive. (laughs) I think it should. I think, but but what I'm saying is that's why they're not swallowing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, obviously, we know the direct direct answer is listen, lose the weight. Yes, (laughs) look like you said, it's easy. Let's let's do the let's do the numbers. Let's take your height. Let's take your weight. Let's take your age. Let's take the amount of kids you have. Let's take you know your education. Rewind that. Cut the education part out. <laughs> take how many kids you have. You know what I mean. Let's take the level of femininity that you have, and let's take your fitness level, and then do all those numbers together and see how many women on the planet who have your similar numbers marry those kind of guys that you want. Logically speaking, similar to the way we do it with Dennis, they will understand that. Logically speaking, you will not get the kind of guy that you want because he usually doesn't want women like you, and so. I think the hardest pill is to now get to the point where you realize that you're going to get average. So the person who wanted the $200,000 job is like, bro, you're probably going to get a $65,000 job. Be happy with that. You have a great job. And so that, that pill for the modern American is so egocentric that's what's so hard for them to swallow so i'm trying to think about what are other creative ways because because that's the honest truth i mean it's the honest truth like i said i think it goes back to priorities what do you want yeah so if your priorities are you know height money status with these guys your 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 priorities your qualifications better match up i love it i love it if it doesn't match up then you you are crazy and delusional i love it i love what you just said because that's what i was literally thinking about what you said is like in regards to the base, the, the bare necessities, do you want to play in the NBA? Yes. Do you want to make a great, um, a good salary? Yes. You want to play for a good team? Yes. Easy money. Dennis should have taken that. Yeah. But if you want to be superficial, I only want to play if I'm a max deal. I'm only going to play if you're going to build your whole offense around me. And now, if you're going to make those superficial extra demands, you got to have those superficial extra qualities. Amen. So I love the point that you brought up for women is that there are certain things that you should demand. He should be kind to you. Demand that. 
He should be a good father to your children. Demand that. He should be respectful. Demand that. He should be a hard worker. Demand that. He should be financially stable. Demand. There's things you can demand. But now when you get into the superficialities of it, mm. now when you get into the height, you know what I mean? Now you go into how much money, the career, the swagger, the looks. When you get into those superficial extra things, now you have to play that game of what superficial extra things do you have. Exactly. And I really think that's a great point you brought up. That, I mean, that's the biggest point. Like You have to give yourself the best opportunity and chance to find that person. So, like you say, if the guy wants a nine girl, you better you better have money. Yeah, <laughs> you better have some kind of status. You better have some kind of swag. You know, we we are we say all the time. You better have that stuff. Yeah. Same thing for a woman. She wants a nine one percent every woman hat. That's the thing. Like these men have options. Mm -hmm. What would stand out? Because mm -hmm. my thing is, women should understand. Men should understand too. Most people are not gonna put the work in, Hafiz. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna put the work in. Mm -hmm. So, like for example, if it was a girl that was dating, uh, it was a girl she dated a basketball player. God clearly makes more money than me, versus me. And he get she stay him for a week, stay with me for a week. He has no competition with me because mm -hmm. I have done the work, mm -hmm. healing, the character, leadership, all those different things. He ain't got nothing. He, most people are not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So with these women, if you get yourself in shape, mm -hmm. you have the character, mm -hmm. you have the personality, you have the, the, like the, uh, the feminine energy, you have the complete package. As long as you don't get entitled, mm -hmm. or if you don't get entitled, that's in character flaw, yeah. if you get entitled, you're giving yourself the best opportunity to get found because you're sticking out. Most of these guys that's already in the 1%, they probably just talking to these girls that just look good, yeah. that have no substance. Mm -hmm. You can look good and you have substance? Yeah. I would even take it further because I, similar to the point that I was making previously, it's even to the extent where it's like you probably won't be a 1% person. And I got you. You, have, I got you know you. what I mean? Like, I got you. I can like see what you're this, Like some people... You're going to do the work. That's just not you. You, you know yeah, what I mean? They have to look, but you have to be realistic and look at the numbers. Everybody can't be a 1%. It's called the 1% for a reason. And, 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 and exactly. And so similar to like with, even with guys, I think the conversation with guys is that every guy that I've talked to, they want, they, they're also having some of this entitlement as well. Okay. And, and to me, it's like, you have to be entitled about the intangibles of life. I, I want people to realize whenever you play the superficial game and the extra add-ons game, you better be ready for them to play that with you. If I'm going to say, I only want a job at Goldman Sachs making 500000 boy, you better have all the credentials, gone to the Ivy League school, you know, have my, you know, my, my master's from Georgetown and your finances, licenses. your licenses, all these. You better, you better, because if you're playing I only want this, which is the cream of the crop because of the money, the superficiality of it. They're going to play it back with you. Same with sports. I only want to be starting quarterback in the NFL. That's the only job you ever take in your life. Bro, you better do X, Y, Z. So I think people have to realize that. But second, we have to create a culture where you can sleep being average. Yeah. So if you're that guy. And you're saying I can I only will be happy if I play in the NFL, be the starting quarterback. 
We need to have a culture where that guy can chase his dreams and then eventually be happy being the teacher making $60,000 a year. If you're, if you're, if you're a, a girl who's saying, I only want to date the 6'4", you know, dashingly handsome, multimillionaire, you need to eventually be able to be satisfied with the five foot nine, sixty thousand $60,000 a year hardworking, you know, um, you know, educator who's a great human being to you. We have to create a culture because there is the work, work, work for the top. But like Chris said, most people are not going to reach the 1%. Most people are not going to get to the top. So if you're not there, you need to realize you can be perfectly happy and satisfied without it. Amen. And I think that's the biggest deal. And it's really like a time frame. Like you said, this guy is trying to be an NFL quarterback. It's, you have a certain amount of time. Yeah. You better go hard in that certain amount of time. You know, and, and then like once you look back and say, I have done all the way I can, you should be satisfied. Yeah. You should be satisfied because now you have learned a lot. You have the, all the experience and now you can go share with somebody else that have dreams. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I have a friend that his dream was to be an NFL quarterback. Didn't really get any D1 scholarships. Mm-hmm. Had to settle for a JUCO spot. Mm-hmm. You know, won a starting job. You know, eventually got to a D1 spot. You know, and didn't get an NBA combine bid. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously dreams, you know, are over. He could easily be devastated. Could say I've been a failure. You know, I led Texas in yards. You know, I won player of the of, – or I was in the running of player of the year for all of Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, like – like, he could literally say, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. But he realized, you know what, I love the game. And I love what the game has taught me. Yeah. Therefore, now, like, since I have this love, I can go help other people do that. Yeah. You know, so his focus has changed. And guess what? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's a respectable position. Mm-hmm. That's a respectable career. That's a respectable, great, in my opinion, purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, so... There is a time where you're like, like, yeah, I think everybody should go after their dreams. Go hard. Go mm-hmm. crazy. At one point in time, I wanted to discover life on the planet, Alphys. Mm-hmm. I realized, you know what, Negro? You're not smart. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not smart enough for that. Mm-hmm. I, I understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I understand that. Yeah. I, I get that. You know, it's like, man, I wanted to play in the NBA. Yeah, you know what? I'm just not that good. Yeah. And I got terrible knees. My yeah. knees are bad, Alphys. Yeah. I was sad <laughs> for a long time. It took me a while to accept that. But I accepted that, and I realized, you know what? That that doesn't define me. Yeah. You know, these, you know, developmental years between 18 and let's just say 30 doesn't define my entire life. You yeah. still have so much other life that you can have. And I think people need to stop really just looking at just this end goal or just this person or just this. It's like you don't know what God has in store for you. Yeah, that's great. And I think to me, the the lesson that's learned is on the process to pursue your dreams you have to be aware to where God's leading you. Yes. You know what I mean? Because you can't ignore blessings. Yes, and th- and that's probably what Dennis did. Amen. He he ignored the blessing. He ignored that, you know what, maybe your dream was to be this Max Earner, but actually, you can stay with the Lakers. They're probably going to add another piece, and you'll be NBA champion. Because you're not going to be no champion in Boston. No, no, nah, they're not definitely not winning. You know what I mean? Nah. So, like, that could have been his destiny. So, like you said, you have to have that self-awareness to be able to see, okay, where is my destiny? Where is my life leading me? If my life is leading me on this turn, on this trajectory, I have to be willing to be able to make the accommodation, to be able to make the change, because if not, you're going to suffer consequences. Exactly, and and the last point is like, if if Dennis had Mm self-awareness and he really wanted to bet on himself, instead of saying making 80 million, I can make 110, 
and he understands, you know, the good things that come with that and the bad things. And, you know, he respected it and he really went and did it mm-hmm. or well, he didn't do it. Yeah. At least he can say he tried and he put himself out there. Yeah. You know, like I understand the bet on himself. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you do have to have that self-awareness. And that's where it's like yeah. you got to make a decision and you have to live with the consequences. Yeah. So, like, hopefully he understands and he's living the consequences. And he has he only got signed a year deal. Yeah. Who knows? He may go crazy this shit, yeah. win MVP. We yeah. all look crazy and stupid and yada, yeah. yada, yada. yada. Sure. But that's highly unlikely. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, have that self-awareness. Have those honest conversations. It's important. Don't crap out. Don't overestimate yourself. And not don't be arrogant. Don't be, you know, person deprecates himself. Have the humility. Know your place. My name is Afis. Chris, the star of the show, baby. We're the roommates and adios.